Throughout the storyline of the church, this season leading up to Easter has served as a time for followers of Jesus to give special reflection and attention to their walk with the Lord. The aim of this audio devotion is to facilitate that kind of reflection and attention for you this Easter season. Throughout the devotion, we'll have several pauses to allow you to consider and pray. But feel free to pause the audio at any point to allow more time for this. So to ready your heart and mind, I'd encourage you to find a quiet space where you can spend the next few minutes in prayer and reflection. As we begin today, take a few of your God-given breaths as we hear the word of the Lord and invite the Holy Spirit to lead us accordingly. Please join me in this opening prayer. Lord, in this season set apart, we ask that you would open the eyes of our hearts to the glorious riches that you have set for us in Christ Jesus, your one and only Son, whom you sacrificed that we may have life everlasting and that we might be more aware and live more deeply in this life that Jesus said was to be life and life to the full. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Palm Sunday is the Sunday before Easter that begins what has been called throughout the history of the church as Holy Week. It is the day that we remember and celebrate the day Jesus entered into Jerusalem as Savior and King. As Jesus rode a donkey into the town of Jerusalem, a large crowd gathered and laid palm branches and cloaks across the road, treating Jesus as royalty. Hundreds of people shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Three years prior to this celebration, on the very first Palm Sunday, John the Baptist preached the importance of not just celebrating, but preparing for the king's arrival. Before we can celebrate the arrival of the king, we must prepare for the arrival of the king. Today's passage shows us how to prepare. The passage comes from words preached by John the Baptist in the book of Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. As you hear that passage for the first time, what stands out? John the Baptist proclaims, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. In Bible times, when a particular king was going to venture out of the palace to visit your town, preparations had to be made. The land in those days was not traveled by asphalt interstates, but instead by simple paths. So if a king and his entourage was scheduled to come to your town, you would have to literally prepare the way for him that on the path to your town where there were boulders in the way, these had to be removed. Where there were ruts and gullies, they had to be filled in and leveled. And where there were tight turns to maneuver, the path had to be straightened. 
Illustratively, that is how John the Baptist says we are to prepare the way for the Lord in our lives. And here is the good news about how all of that works. We are unable to fill in the ruts and remove the boulders. We do not have the power to straighten out our crooked ways. Only Jesus' perfect sacrifice on the cross has the power to forgive our sins and make our path level, straight, and right with God. The way down this path, John the Baptist reminds us, is through repentance. Repent literally means to change one's mind and to turn around. When temptation or sin is acting as a boulder in your path, what is holding you from the freedom of living in God's right, perfect, straight, and best path? Take some time not to tell Jesus how you're going to get that sin straightened out. No, confess and repent, asking the Lord both for His forgiveness and His Holy Spirit's power to deliver you from that specific sin struggle. Now, join us in a time of worship as we reflect even further.
heart through all of my failure and pride. On a hill you created the light of the world, abandoned in darkness to die. today's passage, again this time, from the message paraphrased version. The good news of Jesus Christ, the message, begins here, following to the letter the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Watch closely. I'm sending my preacher ahead of you. He'll make the road smooth for you. Thunder in the desert, prepare for God's arrival. Make the road smooth and straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wild, preaching a baptism of life change that leads to forgiveness of sins. People thronged to him from Judea and Jerusalem, and as they confessed their sins, were baptized by him in the Jordan River into a changed life. I love the way that our passage concludes, not with people hanging their head in shame because of their sin, but instead taking their sin to God in confession and embracing the Lord's forgiveness, resulting in a changed and new life, and all of it celebrated with this spiritual party called baptism. Following Jesus' death and resurrection, which we'll celebrate this upcoming weekend together, the Apostle Paul writes this in Romans 6-4 regarding our participation in baptism. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Baptism is following Jesus' command to celebrate and participate in His death, burial, and resurrection. 
that just as Jesus died and was buried in the ground, we too are stating that we have buried our life of sin. And just as Jesus rose up out of that grave, we too have been raised up out of the water to new life in Christ. Not just in heaven someday, but a new life led by Him right here on earth. Take a few moments to reflect on your personal baptism or the meaning of baptism in general if you have not yet been baptized, celebrating its significance, perhaps in new light, based on our devotion together here today. Join me in a closing prayer. Father, we thank you for the gospel, the good news that you gave your one and only son who then gave his life so that we could be forgiven and given the gift of a new life led by you. We thank you for your sacrifice on the cross that makes all of this possible. And we praise you for your resurrection to new life, making a way for new life in me. I thank you as it says in your word that I am a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. By the power of your Holy Spirit, may I walk in newness of life this day, this week, I pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen.